Good morning, everyone. It is time for episode 26 of Car Thoughts with Dave. And uh, I'm your host, as always, David. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. And I know I say this every episode. You might think that I don't mean it. I'm just saying it because, well, it's polite to say thank you. No, I really, really mean it. I mean, quite frankly, if nobody was listening to my podcast, um, I would not still be making a podcast. It's quite simple. Why spend, you know, 15 or 20 hours or 15 or 20 minutes uh, of my day uh, recording this when I could be doing other things that are more productive, like reading audiobooks or because I'm mostly in my car. Um, or taking down dictation for other thoughts I have for other projects I'm working on, uh, like my book. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I really appreciate all of you listening, and thank you very much. If you haven't already, um, please follow me on Twitter at CarThoughtsDave. Or, if you'd like to join or like my Facebook page, uh, that is Car Thoughts with David and... You know, as some of you know, or all of you know, um, you'll know that it's mine because you'll see the front of my white Volkswagen Passat. So that's how you'll identify me. It's the same as the cover art for uh, the podcast. So I kind of keep try to keep a you know a running theme there. So anyway, um, you know, I had a phone call uh, with uh, a good friend of mine, Lori. She's here, local in Charlotte. And, um, she, uh, she actually, you know, recommended that I actually get on other people's podcasts and start talking or, or see if I can get on and get interviewed. Um, cause she just said, you know, I've got such an interesting story, uh, with the way I've had this, um, almost meteoric rise to, um, going from just, you know, David, the nine-to-five office worker that really doesn't care about life anymore and is just waiting for retirement to come catch him, um, to, um, you know, David, the author, David, the podcast host, David, the uh, motivational speaker, David, the mentor, you know, all of these different hats that I'm now wearing, and I couldn't possibly list them all just because, quite frankly, at 5.30 in the morning, um, and after working two 14-hour shifts back-to-back, I honestly can't remember them. <laughs> so, and that's the thing right now. I'm actually working like uh, 6.30 to after 9 or 10 o'clock every day um, right now. So I'm trying to do all of this and work a nearly double job uh, while we go through migrations. So... You know, I thought that was really a cool idea, and I really appreciate her giving me that vote of confidence that, you know, she thinks that I should be on other people's podcasts talking about my story because, you know, it would really inspire a lot of people. So I, I, I just, you know, thought that was really awesome and that she saw how much the changes made in me because we don't know each other super well. Um, you know, we're, we're getting to know each other through social media, and then, of course, we've met in person. Um, at a LinkedIn local event, and so, you know, it's just really cool uh, having someone else who 
is kind of following your progress and to say, hey, you know, you've got something. You're doing something right. You need to get the word out. So I thought that was really awesome. I'm going to start approaching some people about that. So you might hear me somewhere else, and maybe I'll be able to give a quick plug to my meager podcast here. (laughs) So um, at any rate, um, yeah. So, and that's kind of one thing I wanted to talk about is is reading and uh, reaching your potential. So, and so that kind of ties into this. I've been reading a lot of books lately. And the irony is, for me, is a lot of people read self-help books or motivational books, inspirational books, and they're like, oh, you know, this is so great, I need to change my life. Um, and they they start out and, and, and work towards that goal. You know, some continue going and, and do great things. Others do, like most people who diet, and start out really strong and then fall off the wagon after a while after their motivation <laughs> excuse me after their motivation has left them because it's it's hard work trying to change your life it's not easy um, and one thing that they definitely recommend in a lot of these books is to help you stay on track and on target for this life transformation that you are desiring to go through is to get people around you who are committed to doing it as well, be it in person, social media, you know, people there to help you along because you're more likely to go to the gym and work out if you have somebody that you're meeting at the gym who's counting on you to hold them accountable just as much as you're counting on them to hold you accountable. So just a little tip there. But what is really funny and and curious to me is that as I'm reading these books, I realized that I already started doing all of this stuff. So for me, instead of it being a motivation to go out there and do great things and to change my life for the better, it's an affirmation that, hey, you know, you're actually doing the right thing. You're out there doing exactly what we're, we're telling others to do. So good job. And, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just trying to point out that, that these things can be done. Uh, my life's an example of that. I mean, heck, I'm hosting a podcast. I am not comfortable with speaking in any type of public forum, even if you guys are listening to me after the fact. I am terrified. Um, I, I'm, you know, motivating people. I'm meeting with people in coffee shops and mentoring them and giving them advice. I'm telling stories. I'm listening to what they have to say and giving them advice. I'm posting on social media um, stories of my personal life and personal struggles. Um, Like, for instance, I still, to this day, and I hate to use the word suffer because I really don't, but um, I have an eating disorder um, that is known as ARFID, which is Avoidant Restrictive Food Intake Disorder. And basically what it means is it's a fancy way of saying that I have a strange OCD fixation with certain types of food uh, where I either will or will not, under any circumstances, try them. And um, so I've locked on. So the, the term when you're a small child would be, oh, a picky eater. Well, I was a little bit more than that because I had OCD. So, um, but... At the same time, when I go to the doctor's office, the only thing that they ever have to say 
which is true for most Americans, is you could stand to use, lose about 20 pounds. I, I, I weigh 215. I'd love to be, you know, two, I'd, well, I'd love to be 185, but they said, you know, about 20 pounds would be fine. Beyond that, my blood pressure, my heart rate, um, you know, all the other measurable stats that a doctor will tell you, you know, your health from are just fine. Um, I can't donate blood, but it's not because of that. It's actually because I bleed too quickly and I have a tendency to pass out. <laughs> you know, so they're like, yeah, you... And when the first time I went to go give blood, when I did pass out, they were like, wow, you bleed really well. Um, we're going to have you in and out of here in no time. And about five minutes later, I was laying on the table and they were contemplating calling an ambulance to take me to the hospital because I was dying. <laughs> you know, I was, I had become unconscious and I was not coming back. So, uh, needless to say, obviously, since you're listening to this, yes, they, I did actually wake up. I heard a voice off in the distance, um, calling me back, uh, which was the nurses and my wife or the people at the blood bank. I don't know if they're nurses or not, but anyway, uh, it was them and my wife calling me back and I was like slowly starting to come back and wondered why I had this like hot sensation on my chest which turned out it was actually an ice pack it just felt really hot while I was unconscious and I woke up so but anyway um you know so everybody has their own hurdles in life everybody has those those things that prevent them from uh, that, that prevent them from living their full potential or they have things in their life that are different or odd. Like, for instance, you know, OCD. So, you know, everybody has something. Everybody has something that makes them different from everyone else. But it doesn't mean that you have to be limited or um, stuck in a mediocre life, you know. You know, granted, I still work a full-time job, but in what I am doing as my side ha- hustle uh, right now, which is reaching out to thousands of people or hun- hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people who could potentially see my messages, I hope to cultivate that into a successful business where in the next couple years, I'm able to say, you know what? I'm done working in the corporate world because this is my passion. This is my dream to help other people to write full time, to, to, you know, be this person that I'm becoming, um, that I won't need my other job. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, being an entrepreneur, being a a small business or a self-contained business is uh, a lot of hard work. I'm not afraid of hard work. I mean, like I said, I'm working 14-hour shifts right now at work, and it's voluntary. I'm not doing this because someone told me, oh, we need you, you need to come in and work these shifts, you know. I'm doing it voluntarily. I am no stranger to hard work. I'm actually a workaholic, uh, so I have to limit the amount of volunteering I do because, you know, I have a tendency to just keep going until I had enough. I can't take any more hours and I'm sitting in work just googly eyed. So, you know, I definitely have the ability and the drive and the fire in my soul to do that. 
so that's not a problem. It's just a matter of getting to the point where I'm established enough that I can say, yep, you know what? I'm making enough money on this side hustle that I don't really need the other job. So hasta mañana, I am going to go do this full time. So the books I've read, which I know is kind of where I started uh, a while back, was, um, first of all, The Creative Curve by Alan Gannett, um, where he speaks about creativity and demystifies creativity, which I have spoken about this book before a little bit, and it's absolutely true. Anybody can be a creative person. As a matter of fact, everybody can be a creative person. Let me just fix that, because it doesn't... And, see, and there's this myth that you have to be born with some God-given talent or whatever, however people word it, um, to be able to do it, which is not true at all. I learned music, and I learned to play nine musical instruments, not because I had talent for it, but because I was willing to put in the hard work to learn how to play them. I mean, I went to, before we, my band which broke up, but before we were supposed to play for Alice in Chains and open for them, when they went back on tour uh, over a decade ago, uh, I literally, we were playing in a club, and the lady that was the tour manager for them um, was listening to us. Uh, They had a house band, and this bass player was awesome, and I had never played bass in front of people before in my life. But I had played lead guitar, and I knew where all the notes were. And so I played that bass guitar like a lead guitar almost, but quiet enough where it was in the background where I was just driving the, the, the beat along with the drummer. So I wasn't trying to overwhelm the guitarist. And the bass guitar player, who was awesome, I mean, he was playing behind his head, and he was doing all this crazy stuff, jumping around at this, uh, at, at this, um, you know, bar, he was just incredible, and after our band got off stage, we had played, um, Your Sex is on Fire by Kings of Leon, I think that's right, it's been 14 hours, so if I'm wrong on the band name, I'm sorry, I'm almost positive that's who it is, though, but anyway, we had played that, we set down the instruments and he runs up to me and he's like, dude, you are one of the most awesome bass players I've ever seen. Where did you learn to play like that? And I just started laughing and I said, thank you so much. That means a lot to me because I actually was saying the same thing about you. You're, you're just incredibly talented and you're jumping around and playing the bass behind your head and you're doing all this really cool, like eighties rocker type stuff. And I really wish I could do that. And, and, and do all those crazy things without having to think about what I'm doing with the bass guitar, um, you know, as far as playing the notes. And I told him, I said, I'm not actually a bass player. I said, I'm a lead guitarist. Um, I just applied those techniques to the bass and, and went from there. And he was like, wow, that is so awesome. I'm going to have to start learning lead guitar licks. And this is, this is a guy who's making money at that club, you know, every night playing live you know and he's telling me that I'm awesome and I'm just some at the time I was a cellular phone repair technician at Verizon Wireless 
you know, I wasn't making any money playing music, and I wouldn't have been making any money playing music until, you know, I got to, you know, until I and the, the, the three of us that were in the band got to be the opening act for Alice in Chains. So it's about hard work, and anybody can do it, and that's what Alan's book is about. Um, the second book I read, which was similar, is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And he talks about overcoming your resistance and your adversity to being creative. Because the biggest problem with doing anything creative is you're, you treat it like going to the gym. You treat it like, oh, well, you know what? I don't feel like writing today. I'm just going to do it tomorrow. And I'm guilty of that. Um, though I've got a lot of stuff going on right now, um, I really need to be writing my book and I have been putting it off. So I'll admit that I'm guilty of that. And Stephen, if you ever hear this podcast, um, you're absolutely right. Resistance and that adversity and that voice in your head that tells you, you know what, don't, don't sit down and do it. It is there. It is totally real. And I know many other creative people, any of them that could ever listen to this, will probably tell you, yeah, you know what, Dave's right. He is absolutely right. So, um, that is a very good, good book. Um, uh, Mr. Pressfield has many books that he's written. He's a phenomenal author. This is the only book of his that I've read so far, though I do plan on reading others, uh, because I was so impressed with this one. Um, the next book I read was Everyone Has a Plan Until Shit Hits the Fan by Toph Evans. And he is just a phenomenal person. I mean, it, it, he's been such a motivation to me uh, personally uh, because, uh, well, him and Alan Gannett both because they are very active on social media. So I've literally, um, I've met Alan Gannett. Uh, and if you don't know, Alan Gannett is also the CEO of TrackMaven, which is one of the big data marketing companies. They pretty much invented big data. So, you know, if you've ever wondered, that's the guy. Um, but anyway, uh, back to Toph Evans, he is just a, an <clears throat> sorry, an incredible motivational person. I mean, he is so great to talk to. Um, he posted something on LinkedIn and I responded to it, um, and wrote a small, you know, well, one of my normal comments, like I've told you guys, writing a large comment that add value to a message and he responds back. And I'm thinking, like, this guy's a big author. He posts, you know, tons of videos and messages. And, you know, he's not going to talk to a guy like me. I'm just some, you know, nobody who's trying to be somebody. And he responds back and says, man, this is brilliant. I love it. Um, I'd love to hear more of your stories. Do you have any articles? And we need to set up a call. I want to I wanna have a chat with you. <clears throat> So, um, I sent him, uh, uh, an invite to, <coughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I have a frog in my throat. <clears> throat> I sent him an invite to connect and, uh, sent him a couple of my articles that I had written, um, which weren't very great in my opinion, but you know, it's all a work in progress. I was writing little articles to, improve as a writer 
and so I, you know, he sent me a calendar link. I picked a time early in the morning before I had to go to work so I could just sit and chat with him. Well, actually, I didn't have to work. It was Sunday. That's right. But anyway, it was early in the morning because, you know, I just wanted to, you know, I'm an early riser. So, um, he tells me that and that's great. And I send him the request and Sunday comes along and it's like four o'clock in the morning. I had been up since three o'clock that day because I was so excited because I was going to get up, get on the phone with them. I was very, very excited about that, um, because I wanted to know, um, what he thought of my writing. I wanted to know, um, if he had any advice because I'm new to this. I have no idea what I'm doing. And, um, I had already got, gotten his book and I was getting ready to, to, you know, start reading it. And, um, all of a sudden I get a message about five o'clock. He's like, dude, sorry it took me so long. I just read one of your articles and I love it. And I hope it's okay because I know we had a call at 7.30 your time, but I'm gonna I'm calling you right now. And, you know, he called and we just spoke, you know, for about 18, 20 minutes. And it was just so life-changing because he, you know, told me one of the things that really stuck with me the most is that, you know, as a writer and being, you know, I'm naturally afraid that people are not going to like my book because there's so much science fiction out there on the shelves. And when I write a self-help book, there's going to be, there's so many of those already. And what he told me is he said, you know, when I was writing my book, I felt the same way. But the one thing that I realized was, is no matter how many books are sitting on the shelves, my book's not on the shelf and my story's not on the shelf. And that really just affirmed with me that yes, okay, no matter what, my book is not on the shelf, and I am going to put it there, and I'm going to put the next one there, and I'm going to put the one after that there, and I'm going to keep writing no matter what because, you know, I've got this, um, you know, this desire to write these books. So, <clears throat> yeah, that was really, really great. Um, the book I'm reading right now is The Miracle uh, Morning by Brad Emery, I think. Is that correct? I can look it up because I'm doing it on audiobook. Um, well, no, I can't. But anyway, The Miracle Morning. And it's a great book, and I'm probably wrong about that. And I'll post it in the comments if, uh, if I can here. But um, anyway... You know, that is the one I'm reading right now. And I am i know I've got to be wrong about the, the person. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm reading that. And the thing that all these books have in common is they're telling me all of these great things to do. Like, you know, getting up earlier, being motivated, doing um, extraordinary things because you're working towards an extraordinary goal, and building you know, on what I can do and being a creative person and going out there and doing it regardless of whether anyone gave me permission or not to do it, but just doing it because it's the right thing to do and it's what my soul needs to unload all of these things that I've always dreamt of doing and to, to make my miracle happen, 
so to speak. And, um, you know, that is uh, probably one of the most important things is, is it's nice to know that what I'm doing and what I've decided to do is, um, you know, what I should be doing because I need to do this. And I was way off on his uh, name, by the way. I apologize. Hal Elrod. I just started into this book. And um, honestly, I didn't know anything about it. I'm still working through it, obviously. I hope to be finished with it by today or tomorrow. Because it's just such a great read. Um, and it's only about 3 hours and 45 minutes in audiobook form. So it's not going to take you a long time. And there's a lot of great information in there. So... Um, you know, and honestly, I don't know much about how I just, so many people recommended this book to me and then to read it and realize that I'm pretty much living the miracle morning. I'm getting up every morning at 5 a.m. or in my case, I'm actually getting up before 5 a.m. I'm getting up at 4.30 and having a purpose and a goal to accomplish every day to write, to uh, motivate people to mentor people to host this podcast to everything that I'm doing I'm already out there doing it and see that's the thing is all of these books are great but without having the drive and the motivation to actually get started and to do these things they're they're meaningless pieces of paper with words on them and that is what the moral of my story for you guys is today is go out there and do it you know, start. Um, you don't have to do everything I'm doing because, quite frankly, most Sundays I spend a lot of time sleeping because I'm just so um, I'm just so exhausted from my job and doing all of the things that I've committed to do. All I want to do on Sunday is just record my episode of this podcast, maybe throw a couple comments on Facebook and LinkedIn. And then just curl up in bed under the comforter and forget the world exists for a couple hours uh, to recharge my batteries. So, but there is things you can do. You know, do one thing. Start a podcast. Um, Start posting messages on Facebook. Start posting messages on Instagram. You know, post uh, motivational uh, uh, quote things on Instagram, and this is something that I do as well, I'll take a picture with a motivational quote on it, and then I'll write a story of what that quote kind of means to me, and then I share it on Instagram, and people have loved it. I mean, I, I believe that's where my sudden rise of followers on Instagram went to, because, you know, I, I mentioned this, I had like 30-some followers on Instagram, and within the course of two days... I had over 600. Now, a lot of those were fake accounts, and as they've been getting deleted, um, you know, I think I'm down to like 340, but that's still 10 time increase over what I had before, followers wise. So that's pretty impressive for somebody who just started doing that. And I, you know, I've only done like four or five of them, and I could do more, but, you know, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, find what works and keep doing it. And I think this is something that works. So obviously I need to keep doing it. But anyway, yeah, so that's just some ideas. You know, you don't have to do everything. Uh, start out with one thing, get really good at doing that. And then 
when you get comfortable with that, add something else and just work towards it. You don't have to be like me who basically just threw the pedal to the metal and started off in a direction and was like, okay, well, this is all working great. You know, do what works. And then as you realize what is not working, cut back on that. Like, for instance, I don't think my blog is having that big of an impact comparatively to to my um, my uh, other pages like Facebook and, and LinkedIn. So what I intend to do is probably stop um, doing the blog at some point and just go to existing on, you know, other social media platforms because I don't get that many visitors. I mean, I've got over a hundred followers, but, um, I only get like a few article reads. So I think honestly, they just follow me just so in case I post something that interests them, they're, they're going to find it. So we'll have to see. I may or may not do that. Um, I'd like to actually have my own website, which is a goal I have, um, you know, to get something like that set up where I can have my blog and also other stuff on there as well. Um, but that's a down the road project and really I don't have time to do it right now. Um, but anyway, you know, this one's getting a little long, so I will, uh, I will cut it here, but, uh, you know, just wanted to leave you those thoughts and recommend those, those four books to you and basically say, yeah, there is things you can do and achieve and you can be successful at them. And if you work hard enough, you can, you know, make those replace your job. If you just want to make some extra money on the side, you can do that too. You know, that's what uh, the big thing about doing a side hustle right now is. So, you know, keep, keep thinking about those things that you could be doing and then go out there and do them. Try it. What's the worst that can happen? You fail? I started this podcast with the intention of failing. I didn't think anybody would listen to it. Yet here we are. I'm getting people listening to my podcast episodes every day. And every one of them, except for Tariq, are people I don't know. So uh, with that, I uh, leave you with that. And have a great day. Car Thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David. And I just wanted to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, If you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So by all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. 
Thank you guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.